This episode of Pondering Nerdcast was brought to you by GamingRebellion.com. Join the community today at GamingRebellion.com, where it's more than just games. Hi, Ponderers. It's Nikki again. I come to you with another wonderful interview. Today, we are talking with game designer Josie. Uh, Josie, is that correct? Is is that um, like uh, a persona name? <laughs> well, so so my real name is Josie, but my persona name is Joe Robo. Oh, nice. Okay, so I'm gonna call you Joe Robo because that's what's up. Okay. <laughs> Very cool. Um, so yeah, us pondering nerds, we like to hear about like pretty much anything and everything in nerd culture, and. I stumbled upon your table at the most recent Flame Con in New yes. York City this year. And I thought, oh my gosh, so kick ass. <laughs> She's a game developer. Or actually, I should check in. Um, what are the pronouns that you prefer? I, I can use either she or they. Both work she for me. They. Okay, wonderful. Um, so I was like, yeah, kick ass. She's a game developer. <laughs> and um, when I came closer and I played your games, I was like, oh, okay, browser-based games. That's pretty cool. Um, for some reason, I don't meet a lot of programmers who focus on browser-based games, web-based games. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I thank you so much for spending some time with us and letting us know what it's like to be a programmer, a game developer, um, uh, web developer and uh, just an all-around nerd, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, tell tell us a little bit about yourself. Um. Well, first, thank you for having me here. Um. And definitely, I actually, I am more of an artist. I started off in art school, um, making comics and small animations. And in my final year, was like, I've always wanted to play a robot dating sim, so I'm just gonna make that my senior thesis. <laughs> So, so, so I'm self-taught self coder. Very cool. Okay, but first and foremost, you identify as an artist. Okay. Mm -hmm. So as an artist now turned game developer, self-taught uh, programmer, mm -hmm. did the uh, did the name Joe Robo come from this transition to uh, game development for you? Kind of. I've always loved robots, so. It, it's kind of like, if I'm going to be making robot games, I may as well enter that persona and like just start living that fully at like conventions and stuff. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Have you ever dressed up in any characters and oh my God. Done any cosplay around robots? I want to. Like, okay. I, okay. I, I love Transformers, but, but those costumes or the costumes I want to make, they, they are right. like super expensive or super difficult to make right now for me. Oh boy, a little bit, right? And then also yeah. cumbersome since you you do tablings and yes. stuff. So <laughs> I'm sure that that would be awkward. But <laughs> your love for robots is held by many. So mm -hmm. um, my boyfriend actually likes uh, uh, Mecha comics. Oh uh, my gosh, comics, animes, animes. <laughs> um, so that's pretty. Uh, that's one thing that that um, you have in common with a lot of nerds. Yes, <laughs> very much, very much. Okay, cool. Um, well, that weekend uh, at FlameCon, what was your goal for the tablings um, in terms of meeting people or selling anything? What what did you expect to come out of that weekend for you? For that weekend, it was mostly exposure because I've learned that though I can try to market my game online 
it I only have such or like I guess a limited reach because it's mostly through friends of friends that I try to pass the information along. So going to conventions like FlameCon and getting the opportunity to table and meet with people who never would have known about the game, that was the important thing. Okay, okay. If you weren't uh, making games or creating art, what other career field would you aim for? Do you do you have any other talents that you would want to share with the world? Hmm. I think my my talents tend to lean heavily towards art and writing. Um, I work, or my day job is um, graphic design. And if it wasn't that, it'd probably be, I don't even know. <laughs> It it's something that's just like such a core part of me. Okay, okay. Uh, either way, it's 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 about expression. Yes. I guess expressing your creativity and or or just your thoughts on yourself or the world mm-hmm. or anything, anything and everything. Yeah. So you would be some kind of a communicator. Yes. I get it. I get. Oh, okay. I get that. Okay. Um. Well, I mean that that can be said for games too. Mm-hmm. So. Uh. Yeah. I'm, okay. So I'm curious. I'm gonna pick your brain. A little bit about um, your your work sure. as a game developer. Um, what, in your opinion, are the elements of a game in general and your games in particular? Oh, um, there's so much that goes on in games, but I think the core thing is having good design. Like, I guess having a a set experience you want to give to the player and making sure you hit that, because some people along the way might get fickle about like oh i want to add this like i don't know i don't know this gameplay i want to add these characters that i didn't originally um think about having and it if you don't have that from the get-go sometimes it can completely change your product true Uh, and for my games i think the core part is the narrative um i i i strive to have like really calming sweet games that aren't that that hopefully reduce anxiety not build it up okay so that's that's a goal for your line line of games mm-hmm. um is it a kind of escapism from the world or I, what what it so you say it's calming um like the, it has an element of calming to the writing the storytelling mm-hmm. is there yeah i'm just, yeah <laughs> i i guess you can just talk about why sure. <laughs> just why. so all that to say why <laughs> So uh, a a lot of me making games or other art is also escapism. Um, So I kind of wanted to create an experience where characters are the cute queer robots they want to be. And um, they're not questioned about it. They just get to simply exist as this character in a world and have fun going on robot dates. So I guess escaping the stress of being queer in real life and getting to be queer in a virtual space. All right, all right. I can hear it now. In a world <laughs> where it's hard to find somebody, <laughs> you can check out the games of Joe Robo. <laughs> that, w- that would be a great trailer. Like that. <laughs> oh, man. Mm, somebody in the world make it happen. Please. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. Um... What do you think about character tropes today? Is there a character trope that you would love to see existing in games overall? Are you aiming to create character tropes as well as the, the calming storylines? Or um, And if you can't think of one, is there one that you would like to be removed from the video games industry altogether? 
there's so much in that. Um, I know. I, <laughs> I ask very broad questions. No worries. It, I'll, I'll try to do my best. Um, <laughs> I don't know if there's a particular trope that I try to aim for. I think I try to deconstruct a lot of trope or tropiness in my characters by trying to... I, I base them off of a lot of my friends or um, partners and um, infuse their personalities so that way they feel real instead of just like some some stereotype of a person. And I don't know about um, tropes that, that, I guess tropes that I'd like removed are just like a token character of a minority or, or any marginalized group. I'd like them to just be normal characters and not have to be seen as, oh, it's that one person. That like, or that's that's the one right diversity on. character. Make the entire group diverse, please. Mm. Wow, that's pretty cool. Um, I I always talk about how like if there's a robot or some other kind of AI helper in a game, they're also they're always either really small or like really <laughs> sexy. It's like a sexy woman, a hologram, yes. or like a small stupid robot. Yeah. You know, like a small clunky they're, they're thing. They're basically like yeah. I would like. Oh, I was just, I was saying, um, I would like to see a rounder one, a rounder smart AI. You know? Yeah, something that breaks those norms. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, very cool, very cool. Uh, what's, in your opinion, um, would be your greatest accomplishment professionally, either in art or in game development? I think, I think it's in game development that... Um, my greatest accomplishment would be just even being able to have whatever following I have right now. Uh, two or three years okay. ago, I made I started making games mainly for my group of friends because we were all in like similar situations of um, being unemployed or underemployed and just dealing with a lot of life stress being thrown at us. So I wanted to make a, a soothing game and help them out as well as myself. And... Okay. Having more people or like people who I never even dreamed of playing this game and coming up to me at conventions or like talking to me online and saying, I really enjoyed your game. Thank you for making it. That's, I think, an, a personal achievement. Amazing. Yeah. A, a lot of games go viral because of that very occurrence. Yeah. yeah. It's it's a, it's a personal tool of um, getting better, yes. right? Like it's uh, it's almost like a health and mm -hmm. wellness uh, preventative measure, yeah. right? Um, but then you have these connections created with people all over the world going through such similar yes. circumstances. So it's like you're making instant friends just by taking care of yeah. yourself. It's, that's pretty Thank cool. Mm. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. I can definitely see that being an amazing accomplishment. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> you're helping people to feel awesome. better all over. That's what I want. That's all I want. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, cool. Have you ever had to sacrifice a feature in a game that you really, really cared about, but it just wasn't oh. going to work for one reason or another? I think from my first game, it was um, the capability to have multiple partners in a game because at the time, my coding skills were very limited. And I don't know. I, I've... I've done workarounds around it for my second game in which you just date every single character and th there there's no like separate routes it's just like a, si a single route and you're getting to date everybody <laughs> but I, that that's but awesome. i would <clears throat> so you're talking about polyamorous yes. relationships or just straight just polyamorous dating. relationships okay. 
But okay. in the future, when I actually like develop more coding skill, I- I'd love to be able to have a s- or create a game where you can choose which partners to pursue and still have a polyamorous relationship, but you don't necessarily need to date all of them or date like all, all six okay. like possible partners, I guess. Okay, cool. That's <laughs> Thank really you. far out. Um, what, what, what are your languages of choice? So right now I'm focusing on um, Python because I use a game engine called RenPy and it it's made it super easy for me to to code because a lot of the documentation online is is easy for someone who can read code but doesn't necessarily know how to code from scratch. Mm, okay. So mm-hmm. and then Py- Python is very yeah. easy to read. Like it's <clears throat> like Ruby. It's, it's almost like you're you're just yeah. writing English or pseudocode of it, it's, some sort. It's, I think it's one of the more easier programs that I've like tried to learn. My my dad really wished that I'd become mm-hmm. a um a computer science major, but instead I chose to go into like digital media and animation. <laughs> <laughs> Parents oh, just don't, don't understand. <laughs> but that's okay. You have yes. your whole life ahead of you. Everybody mm-hmm. do whatever they want. You know, it's as long as you got the time and, yes. and the patience. Um, but yeah, Python. Python is a great language. Are there other languages that you're tinkering mm, around with? For the most part, I just tend to tinker with like HTML, CSS, because I also like designing websites. Like, Every so often, I will redesign my website okay, just okay. because I, I feel like there's a better way to show my showcase my work, or maybe there's something else I can design into my site. Yeah, and then just having it fit your personality, yes. it represents you. So that that makes everything sense. to me is about like customization sure. and who who you are yes. as Joe Robo. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, customization. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, what do you think about the great? Uh, um, the great features that HTML5 Canvas oh is coming out with yearly. I actually, okay, yeah. It's amazing, right? I, I haven't even caught up with stuff because as soon as I got my job, I stopped coding completely. I just, like, I'm learning Python to work on games, but I have a lot to learn <laughs> at this point or, like, absorb oh. about HTML. Okay, okay. That hasn't intimidated you or, or halted your want to delve deeper no. into programming for has me it? it's more like i guess I, I try to not i don't know i don't want to overstress myself with learning so much all at once so i try to focus on one thing at a time so right now it's python and then maybe after i reach that, that point sense. in my games that i'm currently aiming for then i'll go back and learn all of the html things that i have not picked up on <laughs> wow Thank very you. cool very cool um okay well, yeah, of course. Thank you. I, I, I really, I was really stoked to have met you that day. I love learning about new games, <laughs> non-traditional games, indie games, any games that just doesn't fit the norm because I like interesting stuff and I like stuff that surprises me and challenges me and your um, games are it. Tell us some about, tell, tell us a little something about the the most recent games you've put out <clears throat> lately or any games that you're oh. proud of particularly um, so all of my games currently out right now are within my robo like series universe <laughs> i guess but i'm still i or i guess i'm i'm proud right now of the game i'm developing that's not fully out yet there's a demo for it um it's robo second serving and that's the polyamorous game because I, I, I myself am polyamorous, and I don't usually see a lot of games that involve that. I see a lot of games that have multiple options for who to date, but 
sometimes it involves you cheating and that leaves a bad taste in my mouth that is so yeah. true <laughs> but you never really even think about it right the average player probably just doesn't even consider that yeah this person mm -hmm. is technically cheating on this person but maybe they have to do it because it's a part of right. a bust they're they're pulling or um, they have to achieve this level. So in order to do that, they have to go through yep. this character, <laughs> sometimes literally, or something. Yeah. Uh, some, some crap guess, like that. Like, if, if there are more games that offset that yeah. and, and were honest polyamorous stuff, then I wouldn't be so bothered by how often I see cheating in, like, stories. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. Very cool. Wow. Gosh, that, that <laughs> we can go into a whole nother interview on that alone. I just might follow well, up sure. with you on that, on your ideas and and um yeah just your thoughts on uh sex and sexuality and in, in the i definitely would love and, that and in your games yeah so if, if you're open for another interview <laughs> yay okay <laughs> cool cool um well so uh upon our the closing of our interview i would love for you to share with our listeners uh any oh. of your social media handles where we can learn more about joe robo i would the say the game hmm. developer and and what oh. we can look so forward to in the future my social media handles are um i'm usually robohaven r-o-b-o-h-a-v-e-n on like twitter instagram uh tumblr what, what have you and um my games are at robohaven.itch.io and that's where my four current games are, and things to expect would be just bigger, queerer games. <laughs> yes. Bigger, queerer games. Nice. <laughs> well, okay, cool. Is that like a catchphrase? Really a, a catchphrase? I guess yours? it's just become a part of my design process. <laughs> like, my, my, I guess my, my catchphrase okay. for Joe Robo um, is cute, calm, queer. And it started, or all of my projects mm -hmm. started rolling into these like bigger, queer games where I'm like, okay, I, I have, I've introduced non-binary, non-binary, um, or love interests. I'm now going to go into non-binary protagonists and also polyamorous relationships. And then I'll just keep building on, onto my games with more queer themes. <laughs> Far out. Okay. Thank you. All right, cool. I like it. I like it. Um, calm, oh, calm, cute, calm queer. queer games. Mm -hmm. Calm, cute, queer. Yes. And bigger and queerer. As we speak, <laughs> it's getting bigger and queer as we speak. Oh, very cool. All right. Well, hey, it's, oh. <laughs> I'm stoked. I'm I'm sold, and I'm gonna keep looking out for for your games. And thank you for sharing with all of us uh, where we can find more of your stuff. So, Joe Robo, thanks so much for your time today. Um, yeah, thank it's, you so it's much. been a good one. Have a good Take one it too. Easy. Yeah, you too. Um, and for our listeners. Make sure to subscribe to our social media uh, accounts. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter. Our tweets are pretty hilarious sometimes. We share a lot of funny stuff. And you can also listen to our podcast, The Pondering Nerdcast, at GamingRebellion.com. Gaming Rebellion, where it's more than just games. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.